Welcome back to Taking Care of Business. We have the Success Stories edition this week, and we are joined by Senior Property Consultant, Craig Wanacott. Morning. Hi, Craig. How are you? Good. Uh, pleasure to be here. Any nerves? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm uh, not used to being on camera. So Craig nearly asked to run out of the room before this a moment ago since his debut on the podcast. Uh, today, our podcast is about success stories. Um, I think very often when you see things in, in person, online, you always tend to see the destination where people are, but don't really hear too much about the journey. Um, so Craig's been with us, best part of? January 2018, so three and a half years. Three and a half years. Oh, yeah. Three and a half years in real estate is... is this is why I've turned so great. <laughs> I think just now it turned so great, put on weight, and um, yeah, changed a little bit, I think, it's since the first time. black and white picture I had when I, I got here. Of course. Don't like anything like my display picture anymore. Uh, listen, let's make no. I've been here 13 years. We all look a little bit different. Whether it's old, but getting older, greyer. It, you know, we all look a little bit different. I think that's the job, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it takes it out of you. I think the the work does. What doesn't yeah, help right. is delivery. <laughs> no, three times a day is not good, and it doesn't help your bank balance. I don't think either. So, so you've been here three and a half years, all up and all up. Started as a lettings consultant initially. What were you doing yeah. back home? So before I moved out here, actually, I got the job as a, I was meant to be property management when I came out here, obviously a property management division. That was what I was kind of suited to. My previous role, I was a property manager for um, like a social housing group. So like to do with Edinburgh Council and kind of Midlothian Council and things. Um, basically looking after people's properties, um, repairs, like arrears, um, tenancy agreements and things like that. So I thought it'd be transferable coming across here. But I got across um, Chloe, um, who was our leasing director at the time, didn't she? Yes. Um, had asked, said, do you want to do leasing? Stage that I think will be more suited to you. So yeah, started, there was myself and uh, a couple of new starts of Kieran, um, I started with, and we done downtown together. So this was our first time like leasing properties, going to properties in and Dubai. And even though it's probably selling something before. Yeah, I, I was very naive, I think, when I come across and didn't realize the kind of competition you would have in the, um, you know, I suppose the whole gist of it, I didn't really get it. Um, training was really good, you know, the first couple of weeks, um, got told to just go out, have a look at all the properties, get to grips with speaking to people, seeing what the properties are like, what views they are, the finishes, and then, um, yeah, just kind of rolled on from there. So what would you say the biggest difference, obviously coming from from, from Scotland and then coming to here, what has been the biggest difference aside from the weather, which, the, the weather is very different. different. Yeah, I mean, Tapsaf is twenty degrees back home, so I think that's your uh, your winter here. Um, dealing with people, I think, because there's so many different types of um, nationalities here. Um, the competition that you have, I suppose, with other brokers, unfortunately, you, you do get that. Um, you might have two or three people more than that working on the same property, so it was getting to grips with that and um, kind of negotiation and and. Just being the, the the center point of the whole kind of deals that you put together. Um, do you not find well, back home? Um, there's a it's very often, and, and guess it, it changed some some from industry to industry. But at five o'clock, the phone goes off. Yeah, very much so. So five o'clock or before when you're um, back home. Yeah, phones off. Weekend, you do have to yourself yeah. pretty much. And then you'll go back eight o'clock. So what's, morning what's that like here then? What's the difference? Um, I only have one phone here, which is my personal phone, I'm a work phone, so it, it does go off quite regularly. You, I suppose 
if you're committed to the job, you, you're going to answer your phone almost 24-7, whether it's weekends or evenings. Um, you do have to have some personal time, I think, as well. Yeah. But I think the difference between being somebody that's going to be successful at their job and you know taking care of things is somebody that will answer within, say, an hour or two hours maximum. Yeah. I think it's an acceptance of uh, people realising that your job is a part of your life. Job is life, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's good. if you enjoy it, do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like you're. This is going to sound really uh, kind of cheesy, but you, if you enjoy it, you're not working all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't I mind totally speaking agree. to people. I enjoy getting in front of people. Enjoy going out and doing viewings, um, and just meeting interesting people. I yeah. That's the one thing Dubai does. Every day is a different day. I want to speak to Craig today because um, Craig's story is absolutely fascinating. He's been with us three and a half years. Um, he, he went into the lettings position, was promoted into sales. Um, more recently, promoted to senior consultants. Um, but in particular, in his journey in the last three and a half years, despite, despite him being incredibly successful and in going through the through the through the business through the ranks, um, he had a particular challenging moment in twenty twenty. Um, global pandemic obviously happened. Uh, I think was it March time, April time? He went home last year. Uh, March, yeah, so middle of March. Yeah. Um, I went back. I was meant to be going. First of all, I was meant to be going to Portugal for one of my mates' stag do's back home. Obviously, plans changed and things. Flights got cancelled, so we were doing a home stag do. We were going up north, so like north of Scotland, and um, flew home on the eighteenth of March. I think against advice I probably should have taken at the time. <laughs> um, I think I remember you sent an email out saying uh, best not to travel anywhere. Obviously had everything planned, thought I knew better, and then uh, flew home, done our stag do over the weekend. We were, should have been coming back, but all flights got cancelled. Um, it said on a, a two-week, uh, a kind of two-week like basis, they'll, they'll check up on things. And then it took about three and a half months to get home. So three and a half months during the pandemic when um, you can't really work back home and obviously you're on a commission on the job is it's quite stressful. <laughs> so, what, um, so, so went home in the in the March. Went home in March. Didn't get back until almost July. Wow. Kind of, yeah, I think middle of June towards the so end. Couldn't of really July. work during that period. What couldn't, did you do? <laughs> Not very much, to be honest. Um, when I was cycling and things, when I was back home, I tried to keep in touch with the guys here. I know that we had kind of Zoom calls and stuff like that, but because. When you're based here, you're so hands-on with stuff. You need to react to um, phone calls and messages and stuff like that. You need to go viewing. I know you couldn't really do that here anyway, um, but you just felt really detached when you were back home. Uh, thankfully, I think I had two sales while I was away, which uh, a colleague of mine, George, um, had really helped out on um, and stuff while we were here. So we managed to get them transferred, but otherwise it was kind of not much work. Um, so sitting at home three and a half months not a lot was going on back home in the UK probably had some dark days yeah did you ever think about quitting didn't think about quitting because my um my partner and my fiance um was out here with a dog as well we were obviously in tenancy agreement and uh, and things like that too she was having issues with her job she was she's a teacher and you know a lot of people weren't able to pay school fees and things like that so there was there was kind of a lot of um we didn't know what was going to go on um, with her job. So I knew I was going to have to get back at some point. I think I booked three flights to come home. They all got cancelled and obviously you get refunds and, and things like that. But you still have commitments here. So we still had an apartment here we had to pay for. You know, we pay 
quarterly. So by the time I'd left, I'd just paid one check. By the time I got back, I paid another one. With no income? With no income coming in. So it was just savings. Thankfully, the few months before had been relatively good. I at least had some money to, to fall back on. And when I was home, I was lucky enough to stay uh, with my dad as well. So it wasn't like I had kind of rent there, but we still had money coming out here and with no work coming in and you know nothing transferring because the land department was closed and things like that. It was quite uh, stressful. Despite that challenge though, you ended up having your best year ever in real estate, which is quite yeah. phenomenal really. Really good. Um, really thankful that it kind of turned out that way. I know that a lot of people are in a different position, but I think when I got back, I was so scared that I didn't have any money for a flight even to go home. So when I got to Dubai, I think I had my 30th birthday, like two weeks after, um, and just had to like really get back into it. Just realized that the time back home and not working, not earning any money, I had to do something special to get through it. So just tried that a little bit harder. I think working kind of late nights, weekends, um, and a lot of things did just fall into place. You know, yeah. there was there was a lot of people at the time that were looking to sell. Yeah, there was a lot of people as well because the stimulus that happened here that were ready to buy somewhere that had a bit of faith. Uh, I think in the market, and it just yeah, just got, I'm got a true me, I'm a really true busy. believer though that your efforts create luck. Yeah, I think so. Um, and lo and lo and behold, when you come back, I think. I'm sure when you told me about your 30th birthday, you know, whilst it was a relief to be back, it probably wasn't something that, yeah, you know, you could have enjoyed as much as you probably would have yeah. done. Kenny and I had, uh, Kenny and my fiance, we had um, like plans of what we wanted to do for our 30th birthdays and things for our 30th birthdays coming up this year. Um, and obviously with everything that happened, we were, you know, she'd done loads of amazing stuff for us. We, you know, rented a supercar and, and these kind of things, but I personally didn't have any money. Yeah. so. It was, it was like difficult to enjoy. Yeah, really difficult because you don't know how long you were going to be here, if things were going to work out or not. Um, so, I mean, obviously, also and also, we tend to have, as you as you know, rather large intakes of people, and I'm really great to say that our retention rate has been fantastic this year. But you've seen a lot of people come and go over three and a half years here. Yep. You know, some have made it, and your colleagues and have grown the business with you. But some along the way, it's just not been for them for for whatever reason. That's fine, yeah. but. What's been really the difference between really you sticking it out and growing with the business and people that perhaps you know of that have kind of left along the way? Um, I think a lot of people, when they, they think of coming to Dubai, they probably see the, you know, going out to five every weekend, all this kind of stuff and, you know, the lifestyle you can have. And, you know, don't get me wrong, you can, you can do a lot of good stuff and go to nice restaurants and things. But somebody told me when I was coming out or when I first come out that, you're just transferring your um, your working life from back home, and now you're working out here, and you know you, you put all the effort in that you can do, and then you'll be out here long term, and you can enjoy, you know, what Dubai has to offer and the money that you can make um, and things as well. So I was really determined to do that. I was lucky on my part because uh, Kerry was already a teacher out here, so we had accommodation to stay. Um, with so I I didn't have that expense. I know that is is a huge thing for some people starting out here um but there just wasn't an option for me really going home at a point because kerry wanted to stay here she enjoyed the teaching here um and i enjoyed the i enjoy the work so uh, do you think the difference has been really between people staying and going is, is 
or enjoying the job, but also, yeah. I don't know, yeah. like, but you felt you felt compelled to stay because of your fiance, and yeah, that was a bit more you, of a. You a don't push. you don't want to you know have the leaving party and things when you're when you're back home saying oh, I'm going to Dubai, everybody wishing you well, and then you come back after six months because you've effectively run out of money because you're you're going to drinking or you know whatever you're doing some circumstances are different i think so sometimes it just won't work for the person um you know maybe the leasing won't click or the the sales won't click but homesick yeah homesick exactly you know personal things um but i think if you are committed to doing the job and you know you you want to stay here long term like you if you put the hours in you, you can go quite far do you think it's fair to say, and I guess really applies to society in general, people expect too much too soon? Yeah, because, 100%. You know, with, with obviously Instagram and you, you always see the glamorous side, but I was talking to one of my friends back in the UK and he was saying, oh, you know, I've seen some of the pictures about you having a, you know, having a nice, it seems like you're having a nice life, his words were. And I said, yeah, but you don't see me on a Tuesday night wearing my pyjamas at yeah. seven o'clock having a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, do you think that's the, a, that, that applies here? Yeah, I suppose the, the social media side of things, you can... Um, you can show what you want people to see. I mean, there's a lot of time where I don't do a lot. One of my favorite things is um, it's like walking my dog mm. early in the morning or, you know, like late at night or whatever. Um, just taking it easy. I'm not actually that massive on going out anymore. Can't really deal it's with the hangovers. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a bit too old, I think. Once you get past 30, you're kind of done with that. Um, and drinking out here is, I think, a bit different. Um, so, so what about you, like, like going back to people expecting too much too soon someone joining the business let's not any yeah. real estate company divide as matters all up and all up what kind of uh, advice could you give to someone so yeah don't expect to to be you know top broker or whatever within your first month you're not going to make ten thousand pounds twenty thousand pounds or whatever within your first or second month or it's very unlikely i mean you know i've read some people that that have or whatever but i think if you want to be here the the long term Learn your area. If you're, you know, say I do downtown, I know all the floor plans, the views of every apartment, sizes, facilities, all this kind of stuff. So when I'm going out viewing, I can show people what they what they want to see. Um, which which instills confidence. Yeah, which instills confidence in the the, the buyer or the, the tenant as yeah. well. Um, yeah, don't expect to make tons of money straight away. Do you know it's probably going to take, I say, a year or so until you're doing, maybe. Not quite a bit better than you would have done back home. Yeah. I'm going to take myself for example. I think I made back home was maybe like twenty two or twenty three thousand pounds a year or something like that. I probably earned that in the first year. Second year was probably double that, and then this year is, is you know, a considerable amount more. Um, so it, it does take time just to to learn how to to do the job. I think and, and enjoy being here. I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, so. <laughs> Since you've been here three and a half years, I think it's safe to say you've really kicked on going into the sales position. What has been your biggest sales commission in a month? Um, so in January this year, I think was we had seven hundred sixty thousand on the board, so it's about seventy six thousand pounds at the time, 70, or something like that. Which, Seventy six thousand pounds in your pocket. Yeah, which is mad when you think of it like that, Quite isn't it? Phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I remember messaging my mum and dad and telling them, and I was like, "No, like that's it's crazy." Because back home, I said, if I was twenty two or twenty three thousand pounds, that's three and a half years, or with tax as well. Obviously, it's, it's more than that. Yeah. So it's um, you're probably talking nearer to one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand pounds to get that net. Do you 
what, what I mean, sorry to sound that person, but with your this huge changing earnings, are you having that? Is that having a benefit to your your personal life? Are you using it wisely or? I don't know if I'm using it wisely just <laughs> yet, but I like. I want to. Um, I know that this year with you know, with having a good year, I don't really have to save for a house deposit. Okay. I've never been good at saving anyway, but it's what I've been paid. You know, I can buy somewhere. I don't think I can buy somewhere in the UK because my credit rating doesn't really um, doesn't really suit that. But yeah. I, I have considered more now buying somewhere out here um, because we're going to be here a little bit longer, and yeah. you know whether it's somewhere for me to to live in and not have to pay on rent or just somewhere to have an investment, then that's what I would like to do. Um, I got engaged as well in uh, in July when we were on holiday. Amazing. So that was something that. Kerry and I had wanted to do it for quite a long time. And she, was that a money thing as well? That, that was a money thing as well, yeah, yeah because... <laughs> this is going to sound kind of superficial almost as well, but you want people to see that, you know, she's got a nice ring or... Yeah. And, you know, but you I want, want to do the best by her, her to, as well. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if I was going to be saving back home, that would take me probably years to save, the, you know, what I've done here. Yeah. Um, we had a nice holiday for it. We, you know, we could fly business class and things as well, um, which was something nice. I'd never done before. Nice. So like, you, you got the opportunity to do it, which was, was really good. It probably won't happen again because I slept for most of it. But um, yeah, things like that. Just, so quality it, of it, life for you changed dramatically. And I think the biggest thing I say to people with money is money does not make you happy, but it gives you choices and choices yeah. makes life easier. Yeah. It also takes away the pressure as well, because I think I'd said to you when we had spoken before that didn't really have much money back home it was quite difficult for me to save and you know various other things credit cards and stuff like that but when you've got a little bit of money in your bank you don't have to come across as kind of desperate sometimes yeah. and you're changing you your behavior doesn't it exactly yeah yeah and um, so you can i think you can work a little bit better it's made me work a little bit better i'm just a bit more confident what would you say you've learned most about money because obviously you, your life has changed quite dramatically in the last couple of years, what would you say you've learned most about money in general? Probably to look after it or, you know, learn to invest it, I think, because again, I didn't know anything about investing um, or anything before. It's something that I, I want to get into now that I've got the opportunity to do it. And I think it's just, there, there was a couple of things I had, you know, when you do your targets at the start of the year, I wanted a watch, car, you know, ring, all these kind of things. I've done them, so whatever I've got now, I can, I can start looking towards the future. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I can, I can buy somewhere or, um, yeah, invest it in so you, whatever you I can So you your goals have adjusted throughout the, throughout the years? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. And uh, other side as well, without being selfish, if, you know, I, I want my family to come out um, again and things as well. They've not been able to travel much when they've been back home in, in lockdown. So I want them to come out. They can stay with me. With, you know, I've got a spare room in our apartment. You've like, heard that. They're, they're going to stay, stay with me. I've, I have, pay for already, flights I have well. already offered. Yeah, I said I'd like, uh, I'd like to pay for the flights. Business class of family. I think it's too expensive. So. Yeah, normal flight would be fine. I think they'd be okay with that. Um, but yeah, you can, you've got all these these things that you can do, and you can look after your family um, and stuff. Because I said, even up until quite recently, I get texts from my mum like, you know, are you doing okay? Do you need any money or anything like that? Because I was never really that that good at home with it. So you do not think mum and dad realise the success you really have had over here? I don't actually like talking about it very no. much. Um, to be honest, I like how, I like now that I can have nice things 
and stuff like that. I'm not a massive person of talking about. I always um, say, beware the quiet man. You know, it's all, I'm always most intrigued about the quietest person in the room rather than the loudest. Yeah, I think if you're chatting about it too much, you probably don't aren't doing that well. No. I mean, you have to try and validate it. Um, but you know, there's a couple of other people that I work with as well that I look t- look up to a lot. Um, who are really successful in the company and they don't don't really chat about things like that. Yeah, exactly. Before we wrap things up, a couple of questions about the job. What was the hardest thing, apart from the lockdown aspect, which was which was very very difficult for you? What's the hardest challenge you've had in your time as as an employee or something? Um, I think it took me quite a while to get into dealing with people from from different kind of nationalities and just just a different way of business across here. I mean, I'm quite face to face. I quite enjoy getting in front of people and speaking to them. A lot of people here prefer stuff on WhatsApp or on the phone, whatever, which is, is fine. Um, and also just the kind of getting to grips with the, the, the way that contracts are and kind of how to how to deal with things. Um, I think when I, I started, I was the last out of my group to do a lease. So it's probably like seven or eight weeks. You know, there's a lot of people that are starting now that are doing it first and second week yeah. and you're looking like... So that must have been really like... It's quite difficult. It's massive celebration when you get it done. You think, oh, I've managed to get this one across the line. Like, it, you yeah. know, we, we went out that day, celebrated with our mates um, and stuff after doing your first rental, which was, was amazing. And your mates celebrate with you, which is... Is it hard to, it, hard to see other people do well? Because, you, know, you know, different people have different views on things. I'm quite competitive. So yeah. even now, if somebody puts something on the board before me or somebody's done better in the month, I'm it's quite difficult i think you do need that kind of mentality because otherwise you you're not kind of pushing yourself to to do better than everyone so else it's not just being able to say it's being competitive as well yeah yeah what are your best moment best moment here in all the time you've been with us um aside from obviously this year being able to to earn quite a, a good amount of money um i think just I know a lot of people in the office now, like I'm, I've made really good friends, yeah. um, you know, good friends with like Joe, our HR director, she was the person that originally hired me. Um, there's there's probably too many things that, you know. To so list. relationships, I do, yeah. I, I do say to people join the business and I hope it rings true. I believe truly when people join us up and also, maybe other real estate companies as well, or other companies in Dubai, you end up meeting some of your best friends you'll ever meet in your life because yeah. there's no friends in the UK. I've got some incredible friends in the UK and I miss them very much, but there's very few that can understand what I'm going through here or yeah. what you're, you've gone through or what everyone else has gone through out there. And yeah. I think finding people perhaps you'd never be, be friends with back home is quite truly special. Yeah, it's mad. I mean, even just the, the people you meet out here that you you start your journey with, or you know, you maybe they've maybe started a month before, a month after you, you go through the same thing and then you you see their successes. I think for one, you know, one of my best mates out here, um, Kieran, I've seen him do like really, really well over the past kind of couple of years as well. I always looked up to him because he was better in leasing than, than what I was. Um, I'm sure he's kind of, was the same with me. Um, and yeah, just going through stuff together. I, I enjoyed that. Um, so then you see, I used to work with with Stephen, obviously, he's done downtown. Stephen's now our, our branch director, so it's good to see people kind of progressing up as well. I call Allsop and Allsop an orphanage. <laughs> it's because we're all, we're all out here, but our mums and dads and yeah. family and brothers and sisters, and you tend to find some real 
weird combinations of friendships and it just works. There's some mad characters, I think, yeah. that, that have started with us. So that people from very different uh, different backgrounds. But at the end of the day, you come out and you're doing the same job. Yeah. And you, you know, you're working for the same reason, more or less, is to change your life money-wise, I suppose. Last question for me. Okay. What do you do different in your time, Ooh. if anything? Don't download any of the um, like Deliveroo, Kareem, or anything like that because <laughs> I've, good spent, I've spent an absolute fortune on doing that. And, and your waistline's probably for. I'm, I'm waiting on getting my new suit fitted. I think again on, on Wednesday, and it's it's a bit bigger than it was uh, <laughs> last year or two years ago. Um, what else? Don't know really. Just uh, just try and I suppose work as hard as you can. Don't take the days for granted because. Don't take the days for granted, yeah. I'll catch up with you. Yeah. Well, mate, thank you very much for for, for joining me. It's very, very, very fascinating. Thank um, you. Craig, incredibly modest character. He has done phenomenally well from, you know, a property management background, you know, earning 20, 25,000 pounds a year to truly earning life-changing amounts of money. And the sort of character Craig is, I know he's going to get better and better over the years. And he's a pleasure to work with and someone that I'm very proud that represents the sort name every single day. So... Um, anyone that's watching has any questions reach out to Craig myself um, and there'll be many more success stories coming over the next couple of weeks thank you thank you